0: As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you.
1: Hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney.
2: Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, Andrew, and Alexis. Thank
1: you guys very much. You can join them too by heading over to DisneyAssembled.com and scrolling down and clicking to become a patron button. We would love to have you there for that exclusive Patron content. Also, if you are looking for other podcasts, other great Disney content, head on over to Magic of the Mouse Radio. Great Disney content there, 24-7, 365. Disney Music, other Disney podcasts. You can hear us there Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern. Also, Magic of the Mouse Radio has a second channel just for park music. If you want to get that good Disney park music in, try Park Pass Radio, also part of the Magic of the Mouse Radio Network. So there you go. Mimi, it is Halloween. We're Heck dropping yeah. this episode on Halloween night. It's the spooky season, and we have a very special episode for our friends, don't we?
2: Yeah. Heck yeah. Well,
1: why don't you, why don't you, you tell, them, tell, them? tell them about it?
2: <laughs> okay. So, Pava came up with this pretty ridiculous idea, as he typically does. And um, we did it with Dave and Brandon over on another Disney podcast. And so what we did was we have the spooktacular something something Disney assembled annual Disney <laughs> rivals tournament. And so it's basically like a protagonist and an antagonist paired up together and it's a tournament. Like if you were around when we did the friends tournament, it's like that. Except so this time we did it with another Disney podcast and it was so much
1: fun! Absolutely, we start with thirty-two pair of Disney rivals, a protagonist and an antagonist, and we had Dave and Brandon from another Disney podcast on, and yeah, we talked through, and we had a single elimination tournament, yep, and we ended up with a winner. So that's what we're going to do today. This episode is going to be that recording we had with another Disney podcast. So you should check them out. And at the end of this episode, we'll you'll, they'll share yes, all that information with you. This and, episode and is long, so we're yeah.
2: going to cut this. We're going to jump right into short. it.
1: But before we do that. We do need to have this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Oh, boy. Mimi, what would happen to Elsa and Anna if Olaf were a vampire? I don't know. They would get frostbite. What? Get it?
2: I mean, kind of.
1: Frostbite? Olaf?
2: That was okay.
1: Vampire Olaf? That's a stretch. Frostbite. That was a stretch. It's a Halloween Disney Dad Joke. Sort of
2: Moving speak. on. right? right. Let's just jump right okay. into our conversation.
1: <laughs> so there you go. That's this Dave week's Disney Dad Joke Brandon. of the Week. Yeah, we're getting ready to jump into our conversation with Dave and Brandon. Like Mimi said, we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back at the end of this conversation. So here we go. Enjoy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, Disney Assembled fans, we are getting ready now to jump into this year's Disney Assembled Spooktacular Tournament of Disney Rivals. I say this year's we we've never done this before, and right? We probably
0: won't do it again. This
1: is our first one. So Victoria, mm. Semper post victory ever after. And in order to do this, right, we wanted to have some fun with this. We wanted to also make sure we had other voices and people to help Am us. It's
2: like, not, not fun enough for this. No,
1: you're fun enough for this, but sometimes your opinion of this is, is uh, one sided and I have one side. And so we thought two other sides uh, would make this a more well-rounded conversation and help there us you you know, There you go. There you go. So, we have this, you know, this crazy half-baked idea. And who better to ask to help us than another crazy half-baked group of people? We have our yeah. friends Dave and Brandon. Us. Dave and Brandon from another <laughs> Disney podcast. Thanks, guys, for joining us.
3: Hey, all hey. the times you guys came on our show, you betcha. It's oh. definitely, definitely nice to return the favor.
4: For sure. Uh, you know, we were gonna find some way. To infiltrate your show, for sure. <laughs> that's true. That's no, true. No, I was so
2: excited when when Papa came to me this idea. I was like, can can we can we do it with Dave and Brandon? And yeah. you're like, you're like, I don't know. I can yes. ask. I don't know if they're gonna want to. And I was like, no, no, no. Like like, please, please ask.
1: Yeah. When we first started, the first thing Mimi said was, we gotta call Dave and Brandon. We gotta get them on. They'll love I to love do it. this. So that's great. So yeah, the dozens of people who listen every week will be thrilled. that Dave and yes. Brandon. Yes are with us this week. All right, there we go. Maybe Dave and Brandon get some of their listeners in there and we can, we can maybe have, you know, we'll 20, send
3: you all 50 20, of them,
1: all 50 <laughs> of them. Very good. So we hope they enjoy this. So, so here's how this works, guys. We have 32, uh, groups of Disney rivals. And by Disney rivals, we mean like a Disney hero, so to speak, and a Disney villain person. Yes. And they're connected the in some way.
2: Protagonist And the antagonist.
1: there you go. the creative writer, oh, the protagonist and antagonist. And, you know what we're gonna do is we have a a random uh, bracket set up with 32 of them. Single elimination, and again we're just going through one at a time. We're gonna come up with who the ultimate Disney rival is. Okay, yeah. so let's we're gonna jump in here right now and get started. And I'm going to get my little bracket out because in the first round we have Isma and Cusco, oh, oh. right? Isma and Cusco oh. facing off against. Buzz, Lightyear, and Zerg. Oh, man. So, oh. Dave, why don't, you want to get started? Maybe give us your opinions on those sets of rivals, and, and what, are you, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, okay, so this is, this is challenging for me. I feel like, I, feel like it's, I have my five minutes to convince the jury that this is correct. Okay, um, I am one of those few that The Emperor's New Groove is hands down a top five Disney animated film of mine. I absolutely love it. I love the character development. The comedy in it is incredible. The way the characters play off of each other is just, it's phenomenal. And it's a great heartwarming story where I don't think it's one of the few where somebody's parents don't die. I mean, so that's a win right there. Yeah. Okay. So, but when you talk about buzz and Zerg, I mean, they have such a strong foothold in the hearts and minds of people when it comes to Disney Pixar. So, um, I, I, I love Yzma like in the way that Cusco messes with her is just absolutely brilliant, but I have a hard, I have a feeling it's going to be a difficult time convincing you that that is worth saving over Buzz and Zerg. Now Zerg doesn't feel that big a part of the story, but Buzz, I mean, our daughter, her second birthday, our daughter, her second birthday was a Buzz birthday. So I know what I'm up against, but I, I am just, I love the comedy between Isabel and Cusco that uh, to me just sets it apart where buzz and Zerg just literally feel like, like hero enemy. And there's not a lot of story or backbone to it, but there's such a huge part of the Disney Pixar universe. How could they be gone? So I know I'm up against it. So those are my thoughts.
2: Okay. Yeah.
4: What are you thinking, Brandon? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because Dave and I do a podcast together, but I'm, I'm a hundred (laughs) percent with Dave. Like I love the, uh, I love the polar opposites kind of that Cusco and, and, you know, one is heartless and vile and, you know, just malicious. And the other one's like comical and hilarious and was born into this power, you know, and didn't really want it. So I love the, you know, the comedic element uh, in the emperor's new groove and that Buzz and, and Zerg, I mean, aside from Buzz Lightyear's ranger spin at Disney World, I mean, he's not really a huge part of the, you know, the he's, he's, yeah. he's got to have a, he's got to have a uh, antagonist to go up against. But I mean, come on, he's not even really in the second movie. So like, he doesn't, he doesn't go further. So I'm with Dave. I'm going to say Emperor's New Groove all the way. Unexpected win. Yes.
1: All right. Okay. We have two we, got. two. we have two votes for Isma and Kuzco.
2: Okay. So my thoughts on Buzz and Zerg are <laughs> Buzz is kind of the backbone of that group of that pairing. I feel like I feel like they like Buzz is the one that is carrying that one, and they're not they're not equals. I think Yzma and Kuzco are equals, and they work really well together. And I think their dynamic on screen is hilarious. Um. Taking out any like, like removing the popularity of the films from any kind of real impact. I think Yzma and Kuzco are better than Buzz and Zerg because Zerg is just not prominent, just not a character. Buzz, yeah. Buzz is the character, right? It's right. not Zerg, but like right. in Ember's New Group, like the characters are Kuzco and they are Isma, and right. they, they, it's them. They're a pair.
1: So who are you voting for?
2: I'm going Emperor's New Groove.
4: Ah, so I was so waiting for yeah. to say, I'm going Buzz and Zerg. I'm 100% Buzz and Zerg.
2: <laughs> so,
1: I would not have been surprised. So, all right, there's three votes there. My vote doesn't really matter because Yzma and Cusco are going to move on in the next round. But I would say this. I originally was leaning towards Buzz and Zerg because toys. You know, there's no Yzma yeah. and Cusco toys. Buzz and Zerg, Zerg they got park or rides. Right, you got rides, you got toys. But you know, more I kept c- thinking about it, you know, there's nothing really evil about Zerg. and you know, if not, you know, I, I, I think the Toy Story movies would have stood up anyway, even without right. that pairing. Yeah. And yeah, without Isma, there is no movie, and she's pretty evil to begin with. So I'm i I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with that too. So we'll have four votes for Yzma and Kuzco. They move on to
4: the next round. So there <laughs> we go. So Congratulations. Yeah. Right, this We're seems improving. like this is going to be pretty easy.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> one's going to be this round. <laughs> yeah, right. First, first set of rounds. We, we, you know, we have to wait and see. So the next, the next pairing. So here, this one may be a little bit more challenging. This may be a little more challenging. So the next group that we have to debate is going to be Maleficent and Prince Philip pairing off against Cruella and the Baroness.
2: Okay, no, I'm going first. I'm going first. Right. So I hate Prince Philip, and I think.
1: (laughs) And his perfect hair.
2: (laughs) I think. I don't think. Prince
1: magic philip. shield and magic sword
2: i don't no. think prince Stupid philip magic. is the protagonist that and that anties maleficent i think it would be aurora because like maleficent is outwardly cruel towards aurora not towards prince philip prince philip is just the defendant like do like does that give him any kind of credit no but like i feel like cruella and the baroness have an actual relationship and are intertwined and there's like a reason for that kind of friction also i just generally think the Baroness is. the worse than maleficent like i just think she's eviler Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: she like murdered bunch of people like hundreds of people with dogs and like i don't like i just think she's like a horrible human being and like maleficent sucks but she's also a witch yeah so i mean she has an automatic advantage so (laughs) i hear you what
1: i hear you saying is you're going with Corella and baroness yes Yes. right right brandon what do you think
4: yeah i mean i'm gonna have to echo that that position exactly i i mean i the story of 101 Dalmatians, I mean, that is true protagonist antagonist. Uh, it is the reason that Cruella becomes Cruella, the reason that she is so vile. And I think that when you're looking at an antagonist, like that's what you want. You want to see something bad happen to that person, you want to feel anger towards that person. And I don't think, like Mimi said in the Maleficent Prince Philip when like I don't feel any like. I don't feel any angst between them, you know, like, like you said, it's more t- directed at other people directed at Aurora. So I got to go with Cruella and the Baroness because that's just that she's created by another yeah. person. Well,
1: it. Yeah, it's two for Cruella and Baroness. Dave, what you got?
3: Well, uh, they've said all the really cool and impressive things. <laughs> so I'm just going to say <laughs> Cruella and the Baroness, but I, I think it's more for like, th- there are like, I don't know if she's in, the top five, but she's probably in the tent, like top 10. When you watch that, like, how can you not hate her? <laughs> like right. she is awful. <laughs> and so, uh, now what's interesting though is the new film that came out, like gives you a whole different kind of perspective and look and feel, uh, about that character. But when you stick to the OG character, you're just like, she's awful. And I think the Mal- 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 Maleficent, uh, Prince Philip is again, back to that old school. It's just, it's kind of the old school, simple story, good versus evil. There does not a lot of depth there. Like we've all said, you know, it's all about like pointed at Aurora and he's just like, I'm going to come save the day. And, And which is great. I mean, those stories count, they matter, but yeah, when you talk about like a character, like you can't think of like Disney animated films of bad people and not immediately think, Oh gosh, gorillas. She's awful. Yeah. Which or not, she's awful. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Cruella and Baroness are going to move on with a clean sweep here as well. The Essentially, the whole movie, Cruella, is all about their rivalry, and it was really entertaining and good stuff and has really shaped that character in a way that no one thought that character was ever going to be like. And I agree that good versus evil or evil versus more evil, then yeah. I'll take evil versus more evil, much yeah. more entertaining. I have yeah. one more comment. All right.
2: In Cruella, we are like handed this sort of like like Cruella is a pretty evil character even with her backstory movie and like and so like you said evil and more evil but like in Maleficent in the in the film gives her this sort of like loving like motherly energy i guess like they like you, they ma- manipulate you into liking her better in the Yes that is true. in the
3: yeah.
2: Maleficent movie and it's yeah. like okay well that takes away most of what makes her horrible right from Sleeping Beauty because it's like now she's like a person. Yeah,
1: but that yeah. stuff ain't going to help you in this tournament, baby, so you out. <laughs> <laughs> you are out. Peace right. and chicken grease. Peace. See you later. Allega- All right, so the next next set, we got a lot to get through in this first round. It'll get faster as we get through, but we got to get through this first set, first set. Okay, go. So first round, we got King Candy with Ralph and Vanellope. I, d- I put both of them in there. Facing off against Chick Hicks and Lightning McQueen. Dave, mm. why don't you get us started on this one?
3: Okay, so this is interesting I, I would say that these two I hope people don't start throwing tomatoes, but I would say these two films are are not don't carry the same popularity and weight at least right now in today's economy that they either did in the past or compared to other films um like I, I mean I have a six year old and a ten year old the six year old's a boy that like we have they have never they won't sit and watch cars they're like no nope, boring and now <laughs> I loved it when it came out uh, i like i think they did a couple too many, but again, here come the tomatoes. Um, I, I like that rivalry, but, but, but here's, here's my, I'll try to be brief. Cause then we have a lot to get through. My problem with it is I think it's, it's a created as being a unashamed NASCAR fan. It's like they created this from real life people and there's nothing wrong with that, but it was kind of like, okay, how do we give this great young talent and it's a bad guy and it just kind of felt like easy it's okay we'll give him the dale earnhardt character because dale earnhardt the intimidator But okay cool so like if you really love racing or if you're into that like you're like oh wow what a cool but to me i'm like i would have loved to have seen an original character be born in that first movie that was just you know that you wanted to hate where the character was created out of like was either loved or like re- really revered or hated. Yep. And then the other one, um oh gosh, my mind went blank. The other two are oh, and Candy and Yeah, Kink. Okay. Um I really I loved this film. I thought this was underrated. Um Man, I don't know. They both kind of stack up to to each other as far as like like if it was there, it's there great. If it wasn't there, would you miss it? Right? Is is that fair to say about each film, um,
1: well, like,
2: it wasn't there in the second Wreck-It Ralph movie. Right. Right. There was yeah. no antagonist in the second well, Ralph movie. There was, was no, no Chick movie.
1: Hicks after the first. Yeah. Car right. Right. Exactly.
3: Uh, I'm going to go true. just on like, I'm going to go against what well, it's going to probably sound like I'm going against what I was saying. I, I would, I would say the cars rivalry sticks and the other one goes All right.
4: Just out of popularity for some okay. reason. There you
1: go. Brandon, what do you, okay. what do you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of things that Dave said. I mean, both of these I struggled with this one because both of these movies, I'm like, eh, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of Disney films that like if they were on TV and I scrolled by them, I would stop and watch. And this one kind of either one of these, I'd be like, eh, you know, whatever. I've seen it. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with uh King Candy and Ralph right. and Vanessa, just because I feel like Chick Hicks and Lightning McQueen are very much the same character they're very much after the same thing. They're very much have the same passion. The only thing that separates them is that lightning McQueen learns that it's cool to help out people at the end. And the the other guy does not So I just want to win. (laughs) It's not a very, I don't feel like they're very deep characters. Like Dave said, I think that they like, you have to have a guy to go against. Um, So for that reason, I'm going with wreck it. Ralph. That's a good good point. Mimi, what do you think?
2: I, I think this comes down to originally, I thought it came down to what Dave was saying about popularity. And I was like very much like Chick Hicks, Lightning McQueen, just because they're just, they're just more popular. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. But like, the more I'm thinking about it, I enjoyed watching King Candy and Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph. I liked watching that more than I took any enjoyment out of watching Chick Hicks and Lightning McQueen. Probably because they are the same character and also Chick Hicks is just like annoying. And so I'm going to have to go with King Candy and Vanellope okay. because I just the, the mystery of this movie and like watching it for the first time. And like when they go into like the code and they find all the secrets and they're like locked in the memories are locked like that. That was really interesting to me. And then he was like one of the bugs. Like that was so cool. Like, yep.
3: Yeah. 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 Okay, Troy, it's up to you so we can have a rock, paper, scissors. We're, we're, we're going to have a tie.
1: You. We're going <laughs> to win. I, I'm actually going to go with King Candy and Ralph and Vanilla oh, himself. Yes. Yeah. Heck yeah. I just think Lightning McQueen's biggest rivalry, you could say he was, I mean, Chicks was, was a himself, rival, right? the, was himself, right? Yeah. He had to fight himself. And once he overcame that, but they had to give him somebody to race against in the show. So, but I'm going to go with King Candy. I thought that character was interesting. Interesting. King funny. Candy all right yeah. next set this ought to be I don't know, this might be an interesting mm-hmm. conversation we'll see what happens here so we have prince john and the sheriff i've kind of lumped mm-hmm. them together uh against robin hood and the other set that we're considering is screen slaver and elastigirl mimi do you want to start this one
2: i just i love elastigirl and i loved incredibles 2 and as much as i love robin hood as much as my like Granola girl, hippie, like, I'm going to live in the mountains, <laughs> like, self, like, loves Robin Hood. I just, Elastigirl. Yep, that's it.
1: So you're taking Screenslaver over yep. Prince John and the Sheriff and Robin Hood. Okay, good. Yeah. So we got a vote for Screenslaver and Elastigirl. Brandon.
4: Yeah, I, str- I struggled with this one. And I always struggle with the Robin Hood concept in general, because everybody thinks of Robin Hood as like this awesome do-gooder guy. And I actually think that Robin Hood is the bad guy in most of these movies. Like he <laughs> doesn't, I mean, like any other time, if you take Robin Hood out of the story and you're like, I'm going to rob from people and give it to other people, the rich, like, That's and give to that's the poor. not like, that's not a fun story. That's so, not something you want to teach your children. That's not something you want to teach your kids. And so I usually think that Robin Hood's the villain and, you know, Prince John and the sheriff are trying to protect their kingdom. So that's my feeling about Robin Hood. But I think I'm, I want to advance screen slaver one, because I love the movie and two, because it's an awesome name. I'm going with screen slaver.
3: Oh boy. Dave. Is this me? Um, me too. Gosh, I love I love the Robin Hood. I love that movie. <laughs> um, dang it. the music is good. Dude, um, John Robin Hood. Welcome. dang, do I bite? Do I bite uh Screenslaver is just not a memorable, like, who who could he beat <laughs> besides what he was doing in that scenario? Like, that's my problem with it. Like, he's not threatening outside of like Technology, but I guess everything is threatening through technology now. I feel like it's such a cross, like not a cross, but it's like unbelievable. Like it almost feels like hundreds of years ago versus of like hundreds of years in the future. Right there. They couldn't be furthered. Different in like their time periods when they're represented. I don't know why I'm dragging this out. Uh, like, I love Elastigirl. They win. <laughs> I'm just not even going to try. <laughs> it's like, I just wanted to be different. And I do really love that movie, but it's, t- it's, it's, too, it's too, it's too, it's kind of gotten lost. Like, when you think of classics, again, right. that's not one that's like, yeah, yeah. oh, but it's it one like, oh, I love that movie. It's like a sentimental, not like, yeah, let's watch that one. So yeah,
2: it should be though. Right. Well, the I'm dream. gonna
1: show. It's a great movie. I, it won't matter. I'm gonna show Prince John, Sheriff, and Robin Hood some love. That's my choice. I just think I enjoyed Incredibles too, it. but I, it was a. It's not as memorable to me. And I don't know, just something about the sheriff stealing the gold out of the dog's cast. And at uh, the they have to they have to make the sheriff and the prince even more villainous to make right. the robber feel more virtuous. I mean, I will say <laughs> so. I
2: think Robin Hood and Prince John are funnier than Elastigirl and Screen Slaver. Right. Yes, I, sure. I think they have a, I think they're more fun. Stop, stop
1: I'm it. sucking my thumb. That's weird. Stop, stop it. All right. <laughs> right. No questions. All right, we're moving, we're moving on. That's uh, weird. All right, the next set. Next set. Sean Yu and Mulan or Edgar Berlioz or Edgar, was it? No, Edgar Baltazar and the kittens, Marie Berlioz and Toulouse.
2: This is the weirdest mashup. I love a, it. That is That's a weird mashup. That's
1: why we have Dave and, and, and I think I'm, I'm
3: gonna be a minority again. I have a feeling.
1: All right, so Mimi, do you want to start this one? What do you got? Sean Yu and Milan or Edgar and the kittens from Aristocats.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say Edgar and the kittens. Uh, mostly because they're just kittens. Like I don't have very many positive things to say about them. <laughs> like the kittens, but like I do have the negative things for Mulan and You. So here's the thing. He is the, and Shan Yu is the antagonist against the Chinese army, mm-hmm. not against Mulan directly. Mulan's antagonist is society, is the patriarchy.
1: Okay. Yep. There Victoria Victoria's. No,
2: there is no di- direct friction between the two of them. Fair enough. Whereas the kittens and Edgar, cat and mouse.
1: That is an extremely mature and logical choice. Very good.
2: Yeah, that is
4: that is logical. Very good. All
1: right. Dave.
4: Also, they're cats.
1: <laughs> Dave, what do you think? We're going to you. Right um,
3: okay, that's that surprised me because I thought that I would be in the minority. I, I'm going to pick that. First reason is zero thought into going into the film whatsoever. My daughter's first love was that film. And she has she still has the Marie, but she took that Marie everywhere. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, like I'm just tied to the film. But also, Edgar was just a jerk <laughs> like first <laughs> of all you're the butler like who are you you're the butler you're not even the rich one not <laughs> uh, but they,
1: like, so she was leaving really everything to the would... cats though she was I leaving know, everything to the cats but you
3: you really thought they were gonna leave it to you <laughs> so <laughs> yeah for that reason alone. For you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah such a cute little film um yeah i yeah mimi nailed it like
4: like yeah so like edgar yeah, hundred percent. Edgar and the cats.
0: Stand there.
4: Yeah, Brandon, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm rowing with the rest of the ship here. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Edgar and the cats. I mean, although Edgar is a bumbling moron, I mean, everything he tries <laughs> to do does not work. I mean, all you have to do is get rid of cats. I mean, <laughs> I put hard. them in a bag and put them in the river. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, would this is have made the a kind of Disney, movie. But,
1: so, to me, this is the kind of movie they should redo live action. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes.
0: We know. Because I want to see, Did like,
1: you not see the CG I want Kramer cat? as Edgar. I want to get the guy <laughs> who played Kramer as Edgar bumbling around, right? <laughs> <The> CG <laughs> oh.
2: Cat and Beating the Beast, I think, should just prove that we right. need it.
1: We're going to cut to the chase. I don't like, I, Mulan's not one of my movies that I really care that much about so i'm going with edgar also so edgar and the cats moving on very good
3: Yes. did we mention it also has cats yes i don't know if we covered that okay Okay.
2: one of the things that is very much showing in this episode is in english we're talking about like arguing argumentative essays and how to like argue what you're not what you may or may not agree with and so like that's what i'm doing i love it like arguing the underdog
4: you are using your education, and I, that makes us proud. I'm so glad. I am I'm very happy. I can't
2: tell you anything else that's going on.
1: So. <laughs> she uses
3: it. English
2: is the only class I pay attention she to. She
1: uses it all
3: the In time. In chemistry. When this is over, she's going to be like, did I take a test, or was that a Disney podcast? Uh,
1: well, you know. They about that. So these next pairings are maybe a little challenging. This may be one of the more challenging uh, Shut up! To this do. one is
2: so hard. Right, yeah, this so one. Yeah, this regard. one I
4: really struggled with. We
1: have Gaston with Belle and Beast uh, going up against Doctor Facilier and Tiana. It's not even a fight. So why don't we start with Brandon on this one?
4: Well, uh, like I said, this one was a, a super struggle for me because both of them are great pairings. Both of them are great protagonist antagonist. I love Princess and the Frog. I love Tiana. I mean, she's featured, her songs are featured in both nighttime spectaculars at Walt Disney World. They're retheming a ride after her. It's just a great story. But then on the other hand, my wedding to my wonderful wife, uh, she walked down the aisle to Beauty and the Beast. So for those emotional reasons, that put that over the top. I'm going to have to go with Gaston and
1: Belle very nice very nice dave what what are you thinking on this one
3: okay first of all another supremely underrated film the princess and the frog it is phenomenal the music is incredible the characters are incredible even the character development even though it's a simple familiar story the how you get to know both of them as well as all the characters that you fall in love with along the way i just Watch that film. Find an appreciation for that film if you're listening. It's phenomenal. Um, That being said, um, I don't know if (laughs) I should give away my cards this early, but the other pairing, which I don't even need to name, I I think they should win the whole thing. So I'm going to go with them. (laughs) Going
1: going strong with Gaston. Revealing the cards pretty early.
3: Yeah, I just – you cannot think of – good versus evil in Disney and that not coming to your brain. Like that is one of them that is going to pop up the story, the music, uh, the fact that it's like a star crossed lover. Right. I mean, he, like yes. he is, he loves her or yes. loves the idea of her. I don't know what's yeah. more true. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so that's, it was, it's like a whole different spin. And the other one's like, and I'm sure he's like, but it's an animal. <laughs> like, I'm a man, and that's an animal. I'm sure that had to have crossed his mind. Anyway, yeah. Hey, look the
1: beast. at all those eggs I ate. Look at that, Look what I've yes. done for you. So,
3: and Gaston is a great theme song. No
1: abs. one. Okay. I agree. I agree. Mimi, what do you got on this one?
2: Okay, I'm going to start off my first point, like Riodora you know saying. Gaston is a great theme song. It's not better than Friends on the Other Side. It's just <laughs> simply not. Song. It's just simply not, and I th- I think Doctor Facilier is my favorite Disney villain. Nice. Like, do I think he and Tiana could win the tournament? Like, no. But like, I think he is one of my favorite Disney villains because he has absolutely no reason to be doing what he's doing except for the fact that he's bored. Like, he he gains he gains nothing from being like evil. Like, he gains nothing. Whereas Gaston has has a goal. He's doing this for his personal gain. And he's trying to to like win Belle, obviously. Mm -hmm. I also think Princess and the Frog is just, I just I just think I like Tiana and Dr. Facilier better than Belle and Gaston. But also that being said, Gaston and Belle are also more personally connected. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I keep making that point, but it's like what I think is the most is the strongest point that I have. Because like Gaston and Belle like personally interact, personally don't like each other. Tiana got roped into this with Naveen. She right. didn't she didn't ask to be involved with Dr. Facilier. He's not seeking her out. That she just happened to get stuck in this. And so right. for that, Gaston and Bell.
1: Right. So Gaston and Bell are gonna move on because they got three votes. I was gonna vote for them also, even yes. though it was real close. Um I just yeah, I think Facilier, his character didn't Changed that much as a result of their rivalry, and mm-hmm. Tiana has just changed because she had to go through, you know, being a frog. So,
2: oh, are they you know. making a Gaston show or a movie, or did I dream that?
4: Yeah, I think Disney
1: Plus is working
4: so on. I that. think Disney Plus is making a Gaston prequel, maybe. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. You
4: know. yeah, I
1: didn't dream so that. there you go. Stop,
2: that, the next one is really hard too. All
1: right. So next, next set, next set, and you can start this one, me. Okay. Right. We have the Queen of Hearts and Alice going up against Jafar and Aladdin.
0: Okay, give me a sec. Okay,
2: Queen of Hearts and Alice. I think generally more iconic than than Jafar and Aladdin. I think they have a more a bigger impact on culture. Like like paint the roses red. Like like the Queen of Hearts is referenced among like it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all over pop culture. But like, I think when you really, words, okay. Queen of hearts is everywhere. But when you focus, when you see her, you're like, oh, that's the queen of hearts. And then your mind just kind of like wanders. And then you get to paint the roses red and croquet and Alice and the rabbit hole. And it makes this, this thing, right. But Jafar and Aladdin, I feel are also just more personally, like they're just beefing. You know what I mean? Like Jafar, like just doesn't like Aladdin, thinks Aladdin's a fraud, which he is. That's a different conversation. Jafar. Jafar is like has has a goal, has a plan on how to attain that goal, and has a really interesting way of going about it, and a really annoying sidekick. So as much as I want to say Queen of Hearts and Alice, like as much as I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, want to say them because I like them better, I'm gonna say Jafar and Aladdin.
1: So we a vote for Jafar and Aladdin. This is a tough one, Dave. What do you think? Like
2: now I feel wrong. Like I feel like it's changed <laughs> There's
1: no wrong answer no the
3: other one was wrong
1: yeah
2: that's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> um for me it's uh like okay so i i have troy gave us some great notes before um i looked through the list i read his notes and and a few of these and this is one of them was decided By this bullet point that Troy said, think when things, when we're looking to move for characters to move on, something you should consider is the ability of the the rivalry to last slash remain an influential part of Disney magic. So, okay. So to be brief, when I think of Alice, it just felt like, uh, 60s drug trip like that whole film is just kind of out there which i think is what makes it so wild and so great it's so unique it stands on its own all by itself but then when i look at um aladdin so you've got aladdin and jafar and then i think when i compare the two i'm like i would say alice in wonderland's way up here and uh, aladdin is like a little further down the thing but When I think about like Disney magic, uh, like Aladdin is everywhere. It's your classic rags to riches, love story. Um, I just, I just, I grew up with that movie and that was also in that Renaissance period when Disney animation was making a huge comeback after those kind of blunders through the seventies and eighties. And again, another, incredible album of amazing songs and music that are just catchy that got to keep one jump ahead of the bread line um and for that like for that was the deciding factor to me because i love how unique uh, alice in wonderland was but it was like to me it was that's old disney and then this is new disney and i think there's enough old disney that helps prop up old disney that if that one fell off it would be okay that was the weirdest explanation I've ever had in my no, think- life.
1: <laughs> so you're going with Jafar and Aladdin. Jafar and Aladdin. Troy's like
3: so you could have just said
1: Aladdin. <laughs>
3: also,
2: Aladdin has the genie.
4: Yeah. Yes. Brandon, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, like Dave said, I kind of looked at your bullet points on this one too, just because it was so close. But I kind of the last two bullet points kind of are what decided this for me. It's how important is this rivalry? Uh, connected to character development. So when you look at Alice in Wonderland, like th- the queen of hearts is like that yeah. to everyone. Like it's yeah. not, it's not just an Alice thing. Like she wants to chop everyone's heads off. She wants to rule the kingdom, you know, with an iron fist. So that part of it kind of pushed it towards Jafar and Aladdin. And then the second part was like, I don't feel emotionally connected to the queen of hearts and, and, and Alice, I feel much more connected to Jafar and Aladdin like Jafar makes you dislike him immensely yeah. and and like I said earlier like that's a she huge messes, he part messes with her dad that's yeah, awful I, mean, I yeah. mean like I said before it's just you know when you're looking at a prota- protagonist antagonist like you want to feel something strongly for one of the two characters and in this case like Aladdin kind of lucks his way into a lot like it's not a huge, strong reaction of like, yeah, he's awesome. He did some great things, but the Jafar and the the anger and the hatred you feel towards him it pushed it to Jafar and Aladdin on this one.
1: Absolutely, I, I'm there too, Jafar and Aladdin. So we 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 haven't had any ties yet. We've all been in agreement. No I think we're gonna get there. We we'll get there. Maybe I get there pretty soon. I'm not sure. So, moving on. Next set, we got again one that I put on the list. Mimi was not a fan. <laughs> Ratcliffe and Pocahontas or Sid and Woody. Would you like to go first?
2: Yeah, I would. Um, I think Ratcliffe and Pocahontas are historical figures and should be like handled as such. And I don't think that this movie handled exactly what happened between the colonists and the natives. Well at all. And I just don't think I don't think personal tension between the two of them was shown, but personal tension. There was personal tension between Sid and Woody, and that's kind of all I'm going to say.
1: So you're going to go with Sid and Woody? Yeah. Yeah. Pocahontas is a sore subject in our house, so Sid and Woody uh, is Mimi's choice. Brandon, what do you
4: think? Yeah, this one... Again, it it was a struggle but for a different reason. Like I didn't feel a strong way about either one of them. Um like like Mimi said one is a historical inaccuracy and and the other one is uh a kid who didn't know he was being bad essentially. Um you know, he learned his ways and you know once he figured out he could hurt his toys, you know, then he he vowed to change his ways. So I I'm going to go with Sid and Woody on this one, All right? Dave. Yeah. Sid and Woody, just for
3: the impact that it had, it, I don't know, hopefully helps kids not grow up to be like Edgar and hurt her hurt kittens. <laughs> <laughs> kittens in this case are the toys.
1: <laughs> you see, I, I'm going to go with Sid and Woody. Also, I just, I felt bad because I felt like any kid who ever took a toy out of the packaging and actually played with it at some point pulled a Sid with, with <laughs> something sure. they owned. Right. And so you're like, but you know, that kid, that kid went way overboard. So yeah. We I also think he's
2: really fun to meet at Villains Thing. Yeah, over in um
1: in Disney yeah. California Adventure, right? Yeah. So, all right. So we'll go with Sid and Woody in this round. Good. That one's quick. Excellent. So next one. This one's gonna be interesting. Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Or Randy, or Randall Boggs, and Mike and Sully. So we got the Monsters Inc. rivalry versus the Peter Pan rivalry. Um Brandon, why don't you get us started on this one?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna come I'm gonna go, you know, right off the bat, Captain Hook and Peter Pan. I think it it uh, that one wins over Randall and Mike and Sully. I see that more, you know, the Randall, Mike and Sully's not really like a true, like good versus evil. It's more of a jealousy thing. It's more of a thing where you don't feel a tremendous connection to Randall. I don't think it's like a true Disney rivalry. It's like a, it's like a, Hey, I'm not one of the cool kids. So I'm going to act out and be mean, but I think Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Now that's a true Disney rivalry. So I'm going to go with Captain Hook. Cool. Dave, what do you got?
3: go finally some differences i'm gonna go with uh um, mike and sully and, and randall and mostly because i wouldn't have chosen that except for when the monsters went to college and then you find out that randall wasn't that way but because of what happened like so you got like the backstory and even more character development and I, i'm i okay so i I was going to try to stand firm, but I didn't. Okay. I do understand like hooks, like why he was frustrated. I mean, he lost <laughs> his hand, right? That's good. <laughs> that kind of sucks. And and he wanted to fly, but the second one was not realistic. I mean, I, I know none of it is <laughs> realistic, but we're all talking about animated characters, but yeah, I, I just, um, yeah, I, I like, I love that. I love that old movie, but yeah, I don't know. I just loved the, there was something about monsters, Inc. That felt so unique and so different. And I just connected to it more. And then when I got to see, I'm like, Oh, so that's why this guy is so angry or this monster.
1: is So angry. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: So we got one for Randall and Mike and Sully and one for hook and pan. Mimi.
2: It's funny to me that your reasoning for picking Mike and Sully was because Randall's, whole demeanor got explained because some kids were rude to him in college, but not <laughs> captain hook after his arm got literally <laughs> beaten
1: I'm off by other kids. <laughs> Very well, <I'm> kids, <laughs> kids that
2: like haven't showered and like, don't understand like anything that that's just funny to me. I'm going to go captain hook, Peter Pan. I just think it's, I just think they're more iconic than Randall, Mike and Sully. Um I think they are a classic good versus evil. Yep, that's it. I had more to my thought, but I forgot it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Randall. You know, what would what, what Curly say in Three suits, I'm a victim of circumstance, right? So he's a victim <laughs> of
0: circumstance.
1: Um, yep. Listen, I, I like both of these sets. Um, I, I think I'm gonna have to go with Hook and Pan, just because there's no, there is no tension. There is no, yeah, there is no tension there, without. Captain Hook. He's the only antagonist that Pan has. Yeah. And I think Mike and Sully maybe have other people they have to worry about as they move through life. So we'll go with Hook and Pan on that one. But that, you, I like you guys are I like, right.
3: I just wanted to be different.
1: <laughs> no, I like I like that you're different. I like that you're different. So here's a good one. Here's a good one. I, and, and Mimi was like, "Do you really want to put this one on there?" And I said, "Yeah, I kind of do." So I did. Um, we have Pete and Mickey Mouse. Going up against Chef Skinner and Remy from Ratatouille.
2: Oh, can I go first?
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: I think I'm gonna have to say Pete and Mickey because I think this Skimmer Remy rivalry thing is like stupid. Like, if I was a chef and there was a rat in my kitchen, like (laughs) I would be pretty angry too. Okay, like I would want to like kill it. A
1: rat that can cook? I mean, come on.
2: No, 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 no. Like a rat? Like that's it? Like I don't, I don't care. Like if there's, if I'm a head chef at an expensive restaurant where people come and they spend lots of money. And it's in the in it's in freaking Paris, and there's a rat in my kitchen for absolutely any reason. No, like n- none of that. Like I would have the same reaction. That right. this Skinner isn't Chipotle.
1: Had. I mean, this is the fancy. <laughs> like,
3: I, like I, it's Persian I, I cuisine. That's right.
2: Like, we we are given the story from the rat's point of view, but like if you look at it as normal people, right. it's like. Yeah, I mean I that's you. valid. So you're so, going Pete and Mickey.
1: Pete and Mickey. Pete and Mickey. All right, Brandon, what do you have?
4: Yeah, I mean I agree with Mimi. I look, I watched Ratatouille and I rode the ride and it's cute, but it's a uh, it's a ridiculous story. It's a ridiculous story. It's one of the most ridiculous I think of Disney, but it's entertaining. It's cute. I like. I like it. Other than its ridiculousness, but Pete and Mickey, like to me, like that's, qu- that's like quintessential Disney. Like if you see a Mickey short or something like that, there's always like, I always liken it to the wily e. Coyote and Roadrunner. Yes. Like, so yeah. So that's, that's one. why I like it. And that that's, I'm going to pick Pete and Mickey. Cool. Dave, who do you have? <laughs> Pete and Mickey. Cause
3: Skinner should have been worried about making better food. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Just be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird, like, like for that to be the bet. Ba- like, I mean, it, yeah, it, Mimi nailed it. It was like, who, like nobody would. I don't want a rat in my kitchen, and I'm not a chef, so it's not like hard to see why they would be so. And to be honest with you, he's right. (laughs) Like who wants a rat in the kitchen? You're serving food at a five-star restaurant.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Pete and Mickey are going to move on.
2: Were you going to
1: say, I'm going to vote. I was voting for Skinner and Remy. I had,
2: we had ratatouille to be totally incomplete? How does it feel to be wrong?
1: It feels like way from dusk till dawn, baby. That's that's me from dusk till dawn. But listen, I had ratatouille for dinner tonight. Believe it or not. I really did. It was good. Your mom makes good. So I'm going with Skinner and Remy because. There's
2: no rat in our kitchen. That's
1: (laughs) why. Right. (laughs) It's in the food. (laughs) I'm going with them. Pete sometimes is Mickey's friend. Sometimes he's his rival. You know, Mickey's character doesn't change a whole lot because of his rivalry with Pete. He's Mickey all the time. I think Remy and Skinner change. Doesn't (laughs) matter. Doesn't matter. Those yeah, are good those points. Are good but look, points. Pete and Mickey, you're going to move on. I'm going to respect the vote, <laughs> but I I am going to be the contrarian this time, Dave, and I'm going to say my vote would have been it is, and that would have been it actually is, for Chef Skinner and R- and Remy the Rat. All right, next. Love
4: it. You okay. can just say that you won.
1: <laughs> I didn't, no 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 no. The integrity matters. Integrity matters because this is you know the Disney Assemble spectacular tournament of <laughs>
4: Disney rivals.
1: Victoria right. Super Post. All right. So the next set. This is a fun set. I think Mad Madam Mim. And Merlin going up against Lady Tremaine and Cinderella.
2: You go first this time.
1: You want me to go first this time? Yes. Yeah, I haven't gone yep. first yet. Yeah. Right. This is what I think. I think that on a pure entertainment basis, Madman and Mim and Merlin by far are a much more entertaining rivalry than Lady Tremaine and Cinderella because Cinderella essentially just took it. Yeah. And just was she she just took it. Right. But she wins at the end out of sheer luck. And the fact that, you know, the prince was blind and apparently didn't realize he was dancing with the only blonde in the entire town. (laughs) Um, So I I, I think I'm going to here's what I'm going to vote for, because I don't think the Lady Tremaine and Cinderella thing. I guess. I'm gonna go with Lady Tremaine and Cinderella. That's what I'm gonna do. I think Madam Mad, M and Merlin were the more entertaining rivalry. I wish I could see more of that. Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna change my mind. I'm going Madam and Merlin because I want to see more of that rivalry in another me, maybe a, another show. I don't need to see more Lady Tremaine and I already know what happened there. So I'm gonna go Madam M, Merlin. That's my pick. All right, Brandon. Yeah, um, I mean,
4: I was, I was about to. Go to and, I, I was about to say I completely disagree with you, but then you, you, you did the old <laughs> switcheroo. So now I completely agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Going back to like we've we've seen this before. Even you know, kind of like the Queen of Hearts. Like she's not nice. She's yes, yeah, she's not nice to Cinderella, but she's not nice to her other children either. Like it's not a Cinderella thing. It's not a unique relationship when it comes to Disney. Um, Mad Madam Mim and Merlin, they have equal power, essentially. It's just mm-hmm. how they choose to use it. So I think that dynamic is much better. I agree with you. I'd love to see more of that dynamic. I'd love to see them face off more. So I agree.
1: Yeah. And you know, the way they talk to each other, they knew of each other. There's a yep. history
4: there. Yep. There's
1: yep. a History there that we don't know about. Dave, what do you think?
3: The way I'm not even going to talk about the other two. The way those characters are sometimes portrayed in the sword and the stone means to me, they both need, they, that needs a remake or, or a, a spinoff of just them two. And it should just be titled. We're all mad here <laughs> because <laughs> those two, that lady was wacky. <laughs> and yeah. I just, I love for all the points you said, I agree, but I just love how, there's depth to the story that we don't get to hear about, which is in all joking aside, which would be great to see a spinoff film to learn how they got their powers because you don't really know. Like usually it's like a wizard of blank. Like we don't really mm-hmm. know what he's a wizard of. Right. And so I just think it's like the great opportunity, great rivalry and a great opportunity to learn how that came to be. Like that's an even better story than the sword in the stone.
1: Very good. We have three from Madame Mim and Merlin. Do we have four?
2: No. You oh!
1: Don't. oh! Oh dissension among the ranks.
2: I don't think anything beats the classic evil stepmother trope. I just I don't think Okay. I don't think anything gets more iconic, more cliche, more boring than that. <laughs> it literally it and doesn't For that
1: reason you get my vote.
2: Just <laughs> evil stepmother, evil stepsisters, and it that's just how it's always been since you know the big bang right? right like i just i just i agree with absolutely everything else you said about madame Min and merlin and like i am the first one to defend sword in the stone i think it's like the best underrated disney film of all time i think everyone should go watch it and like i want to know like the nuances and i want to understand what's going on and i want a sequel or a spinoff or something involving them but just it the evil stepmother like nothing nothing beats that
1: got it Fair enough. I can. Is I'm trying try to imagine enough? what the I'm trying to imagine what the showrunner for Wandavision could do with a Madame Mim and Merlin show. That would be pretty cool. Oh yeah. All right. yeah. So I right, I just shrunk my screen down too soon, so I'm gonna pull it back up. All right. You are at- all right. So here we go. Next set. We have Ursula and Ariel versus Frollo and Esmeralda.
4: Um, who would like to take that one first? Let's throw it out there. Who? I'll, I, I'll take, I'll take this one first. Cause it's going to be short and sweet. Dave knows me. Anybody yep. who knows me knows <laughs> Ursula and Ariel, favorite princess, favorite movie. I'm done.
1: There we go. We got one for Ursula and Ariel. Dave, where are you?
3: I'm there, but I'm not as strong because she is my favorite princess. But the, but the challenge is Ursula treats all of for all of her poor, unfortunate souls the same. Like there's nothing I don't know what the draw is for this, other than I don't I don't know. I want that backstory, but yeah, right. I'm, uh, Ariel because she
1: is the best. Got it. <laughs> Mimi, where are you?
3: yeah,
1: I agree. A a real yeah, I'm gonna go to so Ursula. I think Frollo is probably one of the more evil. Yeah, I mean, Ursula's is pretty true. darn evil, but Frollo he's pretty creepy and evil and like a person. Yeah, and Ursula doesn't like what it really exists, but yeah, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Ursula and, and Ariel as well. I think that's the more iconic and more influential. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Moving on another one from literature, right? Some, some classic literature. So we have Clayton and Tarzan or Chippendale and Donald Duck. Mimi, do you want to do this one first?
2: No, cause I'm probably in the minority.
1: Okay. Dave, why don't we jump to you then?
3: <laughs> I don't know. And, and now that makes me curious as to what Mimi's going to say. Yeah, me too. Um, I am very much so Clayton and Tarzan. So here's why. Um, first of all, like um, sentimental reasons. So I'll try to make this as brief as possible. We have... Adopted both of our kids and they happened to be full siblings. But when you look at the movie Tarzan, that is such a movie of like about adoption, right? You've got mm-hmm. this, you know, you've got this animal who adopts a kid. Um, right. Not that much different than what's the other one that they did the live remake of, the Jungle Book? That's kind of the same thing. But yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, also, grew up listening to phil collins because of my dad's the soundtrack to me is amazing but um you know like but but if i stop there and go back to your notes the the hard thing is like how do you have disney without at least for me the cartoons that i grew up watching on saturday morning there was always some chip and dale and donald duck like crazy hilarious fight that Poor Donald had to deal with those clowns with. So that like to me lives in my childhood memories. And then you've got this other one that's more of a newer thing. And if the Tarzan movie disappeared, not that many people would probably miss it again. wasn't as popular as the others. Not a lot of it in the parks. I think Disneyland is the only thing that has something in the parks for it. And that was changed, I believe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a draw for that. And it's like anybody who like, I like I mean, in in a sense, like Clayton is killing family. Like I mm. mean, like wants to kill like your
1: family. Right. That's pretty dark and evil. So that's it. That's yep. it. So who are you? You going with Clayton and Tarzan? Clayton and Tarzan. All right, Brandon. Who do you have?
4: Yeah, I think I, I think I've, I'm feeling Clayton and Tarzan as well. Like oh, wow. like like Dave said, I, when I think of Chip and Dale and Donald Duck, I don't I don't really th- I think it's more of a joking relationship rather than a true you know, protagonist antagonist good versus evil relationship. Mm-hmm. It just, as soon as I see that, I think Chippendale's rescue Rangers, that's like the only thing that can, <laughs> that I can think of. And that's the only thing song that's in my head. Uh, but when you look at like true evil, good versus evil, I mean, Tarzan Clayton, a hundred percent, I mean, he just wants to kill everything. So right. I'm going to have to go with that one in this one. Okay. Advancing. All right. Mimi.
1: The world is waiting.
2: I was also going to say Clayton and Tarzan. And like, I thought it would be minority because Chip and Dale and Donald Duck are like, you know, original cartoons. But when I think of Donald Duck, I don't think of him as having a antagonist or a rivalry. I don't think like Chip and Dale was, they, they were an antagonist in a, you know, handful of short films, but like Donald Duck doesn't have a set rival that like is consistent throughout all of the shorts. Yeah, the way he that gets like,
3: mad at everybody, right? <laughs> exactly.
2: Yep. Whereas like you know, Goofy and Mickey is it's different. Right. Um, I also think that Clayton and Tarzan attest a lot to like the period of that piece. Mm-hmm. I don't right. really want to expand on that. It just kind of is. Right. Um. Also, I think Clayton right. is. I think this, I think Tarzan as a movie, like can be taken metaphorically in the sense of adoption. Like we, we talked about it in creative writing, which is like why I know so much about it. And it's like, he is destroying family. That's what he's doing right. because he doesn't agree with it. And I think that that is something that I think that's the worst thing someone can do.
1: Right. Yeah. So Clayton and Tarzan are going to move on. I was at sixes and nines on this. I could have gone either way. I think I was probably leaning Clayton and Tarzan as well clayton is an underrated disney villain
3: yes
1: and Ooh, i just awful. think they've disney has softened donald duck and his anger over the years and so yeah. they're really that that rivalry in those older shorts just doesn't exist anymore yeah so he just yeah. gets angry for the sake of being angry he doesn't really direct his anger at individuals anymore yeah, yeah. which which is fine i understand you know why they would want to do that so clayton and tarzan are moving on all right
4: yeah. and how can you be angry at a guy who wears no pants like you can't <laughs> take him <it> serious <laughs>
1: right. right seriously it's all the teasing he got all right. right um he's he's the nightmare we all have i, I went to school i wake up and i like, oh, right. no no um so the next set the evil queen against snow white and the seven dwarves or mother gothel and rapunzel uh, Mimi, this may be a quick one for you. You wanna give your answer and we'll move around the horn?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually gonna do the opposite of whatever you thought I was gonna say. And I'm gonna say Evil Queen Snow White because Whoa! Here's why. Mother Gothel had intentions of keeping Rapunzel to keep herself young forever and ever. But she didn't try to kill her. Like she was like if Rapunzel had no knowledge of the outside world. She had a pretty good life. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think, do I, like, do I agree with that wholeheartedly? No. But like, if she had absolutely no knowledge that there was anything else outside of her tower, she was living a pretty good life. True. Like, true. Mother Gotham yep. was not going to kill her because she needed her. Right. The Evil Queen tried to kill Snow White twice. Like, tr- literally tried to stab her and then poison her.
1: It's true. you know. Yeah. So there you go. Evil Queen, yep. Snow White, and Seven dwarves. as Mimi's Pig. Dave, who do you have?
4: Uh,
3: Mother Gothel. She kidnapped a child, <laughs> held them in a tire, held them in a tower, and for just hygiene reason, didn't cut her hair. Like that's there's no way it looked as pretty as it did in the movie. <laughs> but he I brushed, mean, obviously brushed, we know brushed, why. It. We know why. Yeah. Um. But when she says, "I love you more." First of all, that's creepy, and we all know for its it's for personal gain. Yeah. Sure. And but but Mimi has strong points. Like she wasn't she definitely wasn't trying to kill Rapunzel.
1: That's true. That's yeah.
2: true. Like at least Rapunzel had her life kind of. Well, I think mother Gothel is more twisted than the evil queen.
1: But... We'll get to my opinion in a minute on all this, but it sounds like so days going with Gothel and Rapunzel. We have one for each Brand... you can
4: You can go with your opinion. You not, you always go last. I want you all to right, go third. I'll
1: go my opinion. All right, here's my opinion. Gothel screwed the whole thing up. She, she's not too bright. Nope. One, she should have just told Rapunzel that the day that the lanterns were not, was not her birthday. Like if she didn't, <laughs> if she had said that wasn't your birthday, this girl didn't know that that wasn't her real mother. She was like, oh, okay, well, it must not be for me, right? I wouldn't have had that. You know, so there's that. The other thing, and I've told Mimi this before, why didn't Gotham just tell her, Rapunzel, I'm an old lady. The only thing that's keeping me young and with you, my child, because as far as Rapunzel knew, it was her mother, is right. I have to brush your hair and sing this song to keep me young and alive to be with you. Well, what child is going to say, no, stop doing that, Mom, and die. Get it over with, right? <laughs> so... If she have just been honest with the girl or at least about half of it, if she would have been honest about some of it, like I need to brush your hair and I am really your mother, which would have been a lie. And no, this isn't your birthday. That would have been a lie. But if you have been honest about the hair brushing thing, Rapunzel would have said, okay, yeah, brush your head. I get it. Right. And I know now why you don't want me to meet anyone. Somebody may, the other thing is what's going to happen to Rapunzel is just, does she not age anymore with the hair? Or does she not get her own? At some point she's going to look at Gothel and say, you know what, my you you haven't aged much and now I'm like 25 I'm 30 I'm 38 I mean what's the deal right so at some point it was it was flawed from the beginning I, I, I'm rambling I'm gonna say this I think uh, I'm gonna go with Gotham and Rapunzel I just think that that one is just I don't know the evil queen one with the dwarves and uh, that one is just like eh, you know mm, you know just what you get for listening to mirrors and uh, you know <laughs> I don't know I think it's iconic yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna change my mind. So I'm just gonna go with Gothel and Rapunzel.
4: Good, good. That is what I was hoping you would say because this time there will be a tie because I am going with the Evil Queen and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh! It's, it's iconic. It is. She does try to do bodily harm to them, so I agree with you on that one. Comics. But it's just iconic, like Gothel and Rapunzel. To me, it's a cute story. And again, when we're looking at Evoking that emotion, like throughout watching the whole thing, you're like, this is probably going to turn out okay, right? For the, for the, the heroine of the story. But when you first watch Snow White, you're like, Snow White could die. Like, right. one of the dwarfs could be dead dwarf, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there could be some serious sleepy harm. Dwarf, so I'm. For sleepy, 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 sleepy dwarf time. would be forever sleepy dwarf. Like, <laughs> so I'm going to go with so dark. seven dwarfs. So
1: well, I'm glad we have a tie because now we get to go to the random number generator. And this is yes. how this will work. So the let me look on the screen. All right. Sweet. So on on the on, the on the on the paper. All right, so I'm going to do a random number generator. I have random numbers between 1 and 100 online. I was going to hit generate. If it's an odd number that comes up, it will be Evil Queen and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because seven is an odd number. If it's an even number, it'll be Gothel and Rapunzel. And so just to prove that I'm not cheating, Mimi will validate, generate.
2: 48. The
1: number is? Yes. 48. (laughs) Even. So moving on is going to be Gothel and uh, Rapunzel, and that was close. That was I I, listen. I could have gone either way. I'm glad I went the way I did though, because
3: we they'll get destroyed in the next round.
1: (laughs) We need to destroy the other. Get destroyed next round. All right, we're getting close to the end of round one. Oh goodness! Um, All right, Sher Khan and Mowgli versus Scar. And Simba slash Mufasa. Can I go first? You may. The
2: answer is Scar and Simba and Mufasa. What's well, It's not, it's not really I a multiple agree.
4: choice. <laughs> so you're going with Scar, I, Simba, and Mufasa. It's
2: just the answer, yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, me, me. I'm with you. I agree.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah the Scar. evil brother, the evil brother rivalry, is not something you see in a lot of Disney movies. It needs to live on.
1: Uh, Fair enough. I wouldn't go with that. I think Shere Khan would beat Scar in a battle, but I think uh, Scar, and yeah. Mufasa, that rivalry, certainly. And if you listen to last week's episode, as we're recording this, we did. Didn't we reimagine that? What if yeah, Mufasa did. had not died? We came up with a whole theory about how that would have turned well, out. He
2: ends up dying anyway.
1: Simba not would good. have a
4: lot less songs.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and our theory is that they would that have that gone run time would yeah, be like 30 minutes yeah mufasa would have called yeah, uh, out they special. would have they would have gone to the mattresses and they would just hell would have Straight broken to loose. dvd <laughs> all right so all right the last the last set of oh, i'm sorry dave i didn't get yours you said scar too
3: oh yeah I, I was really brief i was scar, yeah, 100%. great,
1: all right, great, scar, bro- great brother rivalry so, the last set in this round, and then it and it will go quicker, I promise um Hades and Hercules against syndrome and Mr. Incredible
2: this is me Ariel all- do you mm-hmm. want to go first? yeah, all right, go. The answer is always is also Hades and hercules um I think syndrome Mr incredible miss okay, the incredibles is. My second favorite Pixar film of all time. I literally, like, I love The Incredibles. It's probably my top three Disney movies of all time overall. I think it's amazing. I think Syndrome is hilarious. I think the dynamic between the two of them, just, it makes me laugh. He's a fanboy. Just everything about it makes, it's just, it's perfect. It's so funny. But Hades as a character is better than anything Disney has ever created ever. (laughs) And I just think, I just believe in Hades over everything and so
1: like that's it we have a vote for hades and hercules dave um yeah
3: the problem the only problem with the original incredibles is syndrome like i mean i i get it it's fun i love what they did like the classic story of i re- i loved you and we like i was growing up and now like and you didn't want anything to do it like i get it it made for a great story but he's just a punk kid who clearly had a lot of money and technology to build whatever he ever get to like beat up the guy you loved, but I thought you loved him. So yeah, it's just kind of an odd, but he was pretty funny. He was def- definitely funny as a kid. That was really good. Um, yeah. And Hades is just, yeah, that's classic, classic right.
1: Disney. Two
4: votes for Hades and Hercules. Brandon. Yeah. I'm going to have to make it three. I mean, mm-hmm. just he's one of the greatest characters, uh, in an animated movie. Uh, the other two, you know, I think, um, With syndrome, he's just, that's again one of those things they had to invent in order for there to be an antagonist. Um, Hades and Hercules are natural enemies, and it was fun to see that played out. And it was fun, you know, to see how they did the character. So, Mm -hmm. Hades and Hercules.
1: Awesome. We'll make it four for four, even though Syndrome is the cosplayer who was thrown out of the line at Comic-Con He <laughs> comes back to haunt your nightmares. So there you go, no. Hades and Hercules. You literally
2: stole that joke directly out of We Like Theme Parks. No, I didn't. Yeah, because I talked about Syndrome and you were like, I made he's it my own. it's so cute. And then they were like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then like, clearly you've never been to a con. And I like- made it my own.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I, t- I, mean, I, 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 I did 100% a his.
1: It was fun. Moving on the next round. So we got to go back up to the top of the list. We're going to go a little bit quicker this round. Because yeah, here
3: I'll we go. This will be one. fire them off.
1: Yzma and Cusco Cruella, Baroness. versus Corella and Baroness. Dave, you're up. As much as I love
3: the dynamic of Yzma and Cusco, like nothing can touch Cruella and the Baroness. So
4: they move forward. I
1: agree. We had two for Corella and Baroness.
4: Brandon. I agree. I agree. I love Cusco. I love his humor. I love his wackiness, but we're talking straight. You know, villains and and heroes. We're going Cruella and the Baroness.
1: I agree. We're gonna make that four for four. All right, we got King Candy and Ralph and Vanellope against Screen Slaver and Elastigirl. Mimi, who do you have? I don't know. You were a big proponent of Screen Slaver last time. No, I was
2: more of Elastigirl.
1: Well, she's part of that (laughs) choice. She's she's
3: part of that group. It's a package deal.
0: Package right.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna draw from your like little bullet points now. Let's see what you have.
3: <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm gonna cheat too.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go with King Candy and Vanellope because of the second bullet point. Which how is how important is the rivalry connected to the character development for the hero or the villain? So,
1: so without King Candy, Ralph without, and Vanellope wouldn't without have. Without
2: King Candy. Vanellope would never have become the queen of Sugar Rush. Right. She would not yep. have realized her worth as a glitch, and re and and basically liberated the game.
1: Got it. So we have and, a vote for and
2: she changed Ralph. right it's, a, it's causation. We True. learned about that in AP World.
1: Oh well, <laughs> well there you go. I feel like, like I'm learning edificated. along with her tonight. I'm, I'm, I am. The teacher has become the master. All right. <laughs> um. Dave, where are you on
3: this one? Oh man. I just don't have any emotional connection at all to King Candy and Ralph and Venom. And mine is in the second film I liked much, much
4: more. So I'm gonna go screen slaver and Elastigirl. Oh,
1: I got one of each, one of each,
4: Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna pull from bullet point number one. I love these bullet points, like the ability of the rivalry to remain an influential part of Disney magic. Like you don't see any magic about Elastigirl, like you, you sure. Wreck-It Ralph's a character meet and greet, right? So it's remaining part of Disney magic. I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph. I'm counting on you, Troy.
1: <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. Unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to go with King Candy and Ralph and Penelope <sighs> also. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, well, I, I just wanted the number this. generator.
1: I have to live with this one. I know I want the number generator too, but <laughs> I just really didn't. I mean, I like The Incredibles a lot. I like Incredibles Two a lot, but I, I just didn't connect very much with the screenslaver as. The I villain definitely connected and stuff. more
2: with Syndrome than I did with the screenslaver.
1: I agree. I do agree with that.
2: If it makes you feel better, Dave. King and Vanelpa and Vanelpa you're not beating Crilla in the Baroness.
3: So. <laughs> this is this is fair.
1: Yeah, their reign of terror on our bracket is almost over. That's right. So so all right, the next set, Edgar and the Kittens, which is kinda of like that'd be kinda of cool, like a high school band. So Edgar and the Kittens. <laughs> Versus Gaston that's what,
4: and Bell and Beast. Oh that's what we're calling our next show, Dave, Edgar yeah. and the Kittens. It's just uh, you don't Brandon. have to ask me. I've already picked them as the winner.
1: So Dave, Dave's already picked Gaston, Bell and Beast. So we know that's one vote.
4: Brandon, where are yeah. you? I'm I'm Gaston, Bell and Beast. That's two. Two? Mimi?
2: I mean, their impact on everything is just deeper than Edgar and the Kittens.
1: There yeah. you go. Drink that sleepy milk and go to bed, Edgar and the Kittens. <laughs> We're moving on with Gaston and Belle and the B. Drink that sleepy milk. Drink that sleepy milk. He poured that good can stuff you, in there. Can you
2: call? Can that be the, our episode title?
1: Drink that sleepy milk.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: I think I think whoever's listening at this point has already fallen asleep. So all right. <laughs> so we are the sleepy milk of podcasts. So <laughs> the the next set, <laughs> we're getting off the rails. The rails.
2: Yeah, I, think, can I put that in Instagram I'll, bio.
1: That. <laughs> Sleepy We're the, the Sleeping Milk podcast. That's definitely going on a t shirt. Yeah. All right. Jafar <laughs> and Aladdin. Jafar and Aladdin or Sid and Woody? This Jafar one. Jafar and Aladdin. All right, we have a Jafar and Aladdin vote already right out the yeah, box. Jafar, Jafar,
4: Jafar and Aladdin.
1: There we go. Jafar and Aladdin, Sid and Woody. Go have a seat. All right. Next, we have Hook and Pan or Pete and Mickey. Hook and Pan or Pete and Mickey. This may be more interesting of a matchup than maybe on the surface it appears.
3: Okay. Well, I have deeper thoughts about this. Based on what you shared, Troy, about uh, Pete and Mickey, I thought you had some great points that if I'd have heard first may have flipped my vote. I agree. So um, Pete and Mickey need to go back to their next episode of being friends because they're not Mm. moving
1: forward.
4: Ah, We got to vote for Hook and Pan. Brandon? Yeah, I'm going to go with Hook and Pan, too. I just think that that is one of the quintessential good versus evil Disney stories. So, Hook and Pan. And what That'd a missed a opportunity, great- right?
3: What a missed opportunity that, like, the OG character doesn't have that great rivalry. Like, you know? h- how bizarre is that, huh?
1: You know, you can make a case that Mickey and Donald are rivals, right? You can yeah, make, you, you know. So, But we, I don't know. I went with Pete. I don't know. Hook and Pan sounds like a really... <laughs> sketchy seafood restaurant but um <laughs> mimi who do you have for this one
2: i have hook and pan all
1: right hook and pan moving on hook and hook pan, and pan. she's like good. i'm not saying anything but the answer <laughs> that's right that's right we have a we have a special long time no swim all right we have um mad madam mim and merlin wait a second you what? killed
2: brandon what oh, what? I
1: killed brandon. oh good long time no that swim. was good yeah. Was so yeah, there was a sea- when we lived in Virginia, there was a seafood restaurant up there. But uh, first of all, the blue, the blue, se- that's blue that's mountain that's seafood. I was a like, why would you eat seafood restaurant. in the middle of the mountains? <laughs> there ain't a sea anywhere, hundreds of miles. There yeah, is that's no a movie. long drive. That is, and look, it wasn't like a red lobster. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. it was being shipped in there on dry ice. <laughs> right. All right. Mad, Mad and, Mim and Merlin, Mad Madame and Merlin, or Ursula and Ariel. This one might be tough too. Mimi, do you have any thoughts on this one?
2: Okay. I'm going to say Mad Mad Mim and Merlin because nice. they have their, sorry, they have their personal reasons for not liking each other that we just don't know about. And they make that very clear. Like there is definitely like context to this story that we just don't, we don't have. Right. Whereas Ursula and Ariel, brennan has been making this point all night. Ursula has is mean to everyone. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing special about Ariel that separates them. I that that separates their rival rivalry from anyone else's. Whereas Madam Mad Madame Mim and Merlin have that. True. So That's my bid.
4: True. True. Right. Brandon, who do you have? Yeah, and it pains me to do this, but I'm going to have to eliminate Ursula and Ariel in this case because we're talking about the rivalry. We're talking about true antagonist protagonists, so I want to hear more of that story. Mad Madam Mim, Merlin.
0: All
2: right.
4: Okay, who who will the winner of this be up against?
2: Hook and Pan.
3: Yeah, Hook and Pan. Then... You could take Ariel and then I'll vote Ursula. Ariel. She's not gonna
1: win. <laughs> because
4: they won't because they, they won't and, win in the next round. They're <laughs> in the sea, so it, it would go with the seafood restaurant. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> so you're going with Ursula and Ariel.
3: Yeah. I just right. can't go against my girl.
1: So I a lot. I'm gonna go with Madame Mim and Merlin. And part of the reason also is, and I thought about and I may have heard this too on that same podcast we listened to earlier. Ursula turned into that beautiful other character right? She could have done that at any point. Yeah. Why don't you just do that? Why did you do, why did you, you could have been that that person to begin with and you could have done whatever you wanted up there on land, but it it just didn't make any sense. You know, you shouldn't have, whatever. Maybe maybe I could see if she had turned in like flotsam or Jetson into that, but she turned herself into that. What's the motivation here? Right. So all right. Mad men, and Merlin. We'll move on. And all right. So now next set we have, Clayton and Tarzan, Tarzan, depending on where you, where you come. Tarzan, Tarzan, (laughs)
0: or
1: Clayton. And um, what does that say? Gothel, Gothel Gothel and and Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Gothel and Rapunzel, Rapunzel, or Clayton and Tarzan. Brandon, do you want to go first on this one?
4: Yeah, I, I think I do. Again, I'm going to go back to the, like, the cuteness of the story with Rapunzel. I'm going to go back to... At no time did I feel that Rapunzel's life was in danger. When watching Tarzan, I felt everyone's life was in danger. So I'm going to go with Clayton and Tarzan.
1: Fair enough, Dave.
3: Yeah, as Troy said, he is an underrated, awful, fake person. (laughs) Clayton and Tarzan, move forward.
2: Amy? Clayton and Tarzan. All
1: right, we'll go. I would still vote for Gothel and Rapunzel just because I just like that dynamic. And but Clayton Tarzan, I I like Tarzan. I I underrated. I like Tarzan.
2: Now that this is settled, I'm going to reveal my cards. I said Clayton Tarzan because I think Hook and Pan can beat them. And I think Hook and Pan could win the whole thing.
1: Ah, well, you're being strategic. A little straggity. All right. Ah, A little straggity. A little straggity. All right. Straggity. We got Scar and Simba and Mufasa going up against Hades and Hercules. Mimi you, you had some strong opinions on, before on
2: Hades and Hercules, yes, we do,
1: but how does it compare to your feelings of scar and Simba and mufasa?
2: I think Hades is just i think he's perfect, I think he's the perfect villain so, i think I don't think I'm definitely going against what I actually believe here and like letting my emotional aspect like take over this argument but I just hades.
1: You're going with Hades and Hercules. All right. We have one vote for Hades and Hercules. Dave.
3: I'm not going to let my emotions get the best of me. And I'm going to go against what I would choose. Hades is just strong. Like, what is it? What is it? How does it go? Bigger, badder, faster, stronger. He just is like, so that's why I'm going with that.
1: Oh, we had two for Hades Mm. and
4: Hercules. Brandon.
2: For totally opposite
4: reasons. (laughs) I'm going to swim against the current here because I'm looking at the bullet points again. The ability of the rivalry to be an influential part of Disney magic. um, Kite Tales. (laughs) 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 And how important is the rivalry to character development?
2: Kite Tales count as Disney magic. Yeah, I think you would be
4: like anti-magic. You know, oh, hey, we were there. Like, I love it. It counts as magic over. until they have to stop.
1: <sighs> so uh, and an emotional the impact.
4: Keys. Yeah, an emotional impact. So all three bullet points for me: Scar, Mufasa, Simba.
1: Listen, when you when you are born and your parents name one of your siblings the African word for the the king, and the other Scar. <laughs> it's like when you name your kid. Grows up, you have a child that's born. And it, you name him Jeeves. He's going to be a butler. You've already <laughs> determined what he's going to do for a living. You know, you name one Scar. You name one the king. I guess you Very take a wild guess who's going to end up on. I'm going with Scar on this. I'm going with you, Brandon. We're going to have yes! a Yes! Because a I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not a huge Lion King fan, but the whole story no, is predicated. No,
2: let's back up. What?
1: I don't like Lion King all that much. I'm not a big fan of Lion King. How does king. it
2: feel to be... Wrong again. I, it doesn't say
1: it was, I didn't say it was a bad movie. I'm just saying I'm not a huge fan of it. It's a movie that I don't mind not watching, right?
2: You said the same thing about Black Panther. We lost all our listeners because of it.
1: No, we didn't lose all our listeners.
2: Stop saying your he,
1: he That guy listened again the following movies. week. So stop saying that. We didn't lose <laughs> our listeners. So we have to go we have to go to the to the generator. We have the number generator here. So the odd number, the odd number this time is going to be Scar and Simba. The even number will be Hades.
3: The odds are in our odd favor.
1: All right. And number is thirty three. Odd baby. Scar and Simba. Odd baby. Moving on. Go on, Hades. You must be prepared to lose. You must be prepared to lose. All right. I mean, emotionally I wanted to pick them, but
3: I
2: just uh, thought well,
1: Hades a know, It's it's you know that was a tough one for me. It was a tough one because I like Hades and Hercules, but you okay.
2: Know, you know, you know, semifinals.
1: Little, semifinals. Is this the semifinals, quarterfinals, semifinals? semifinals? Closer to the finals. We have Cruella and Baroness against King Candy and Ralph and Vanilla. Pink. So we
2: decided about twenty minutes ago that. The Krill and the like, King even Vanilla. We're not being, beating Krill and being, the Camarilla. we to this King being Candy. Being
1: time-shamed on my own podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think we might as well just quietly write their names and just
1: move. On. Oh, wait a minute! You're assuming that no one's changed wait, their no, minds. no,
2: no. Okay. Do any of you actually think King Candy Venel are be better than Don't Kendall's
1: don't awareness? don't don't put <laughs> Don't put ideas in their heads. Don't lead Don't you're antagonize lead. me. You're yeah, leading don't the antagonize witness. me. Counselor, you leading leading, do not lead the witness.
3: Mimi, I, mean, I got something I want to say to you. You are 100 percent correct. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. What do you got? I Nate? mean I mean, I'm gonna go against the grain and not pick. The one that's not Cruella. (laughs) You can't remember all those names? I can't remember all those names.
1: So you're you're not picking King Candy and Vanellope and Ralph. You're not
4: picking King Candy and and Vanellope and Ralph. Cruella would walk by.
1: Cruella would walk
3: by and pull the plug right out of the wall, and that would be the end of them. No,
2: like, Cruella would just like (laughs) step on King Candy. You know what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah.
1: She take she she look at she she she'd throw the candy out. All it right.
3: just doesn't have a foothold enough in Disney lore to. I hear
1: well, you. No, sure. I, I agree with you. Corella and Baroness definitely. We we haven't talked much about Baroness, but I know yeah. a character. I'd like to see more of that character. She's oh, not no. dead. Yeah. She's not dead. She's only That's in jail. Right. She Did could make be a back.
2: sequel.
1: Right. Well, they are making a sequel. She may be in. All right, next set. Gaston and Belle and Beast.
2: No, don't do that.
1: Gaston. No. Gaston. Uh-huh. Gaston. <laughs> guest on Bell and Beast versus Jafar and Aladdin a big 90s mm. revival yes. rivalry alright Mimi do you have some thoughts on this?
2: yes I do and they are? so this is the Disney rivals tournament and for it to be a rivalry you have to equally dislike each other right?
1: I suppose that's one way of looking at it.
2: Gaston does not dislike Belle, but right. Bell dislikes Gaston. Correct. And that's how you get Star Crossed Lovers, kind of ish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's how you get that's how you get like enemies to lovers trope. But right. But for a rivalry. Aladdin and Jafar equally dislike each other and want to see the other one fall. And so for that, I have to say Jafar and Aladdin.
1: Ah, that's an interesting, uh, interesting okay. point. Okay. Interesting point. All right, All right. Brandon,
4: we're going to move over to yes, you. Yes. Yes. And I would agree with you, Mimi, if it were not for one small detail, it's not just Belle and uh, Gaston, it's Belle and Beast as one against Gaston. So there is the true rivalry. So I'm going with bell and beast.
1: Oh, so there we go. We have one of each Dave. Okay. You, know, you guys already, know where I have stood. I this know where you've time. stood. We just look, we but just I have sure. some
3: feedback for what Brandon just said. Well, Brandon, your counterpoint to Mimi's point and my double counterpoint is he held her hostage against her will. <laughs> You and she say, still you kills him. look you didn't so now say she's that been with, mind. her no, mind no, is no, all no, no, messed no.
4: up you didn't say that you didn't chastise troy when mother gothel held rapunzel against her will now did you
3: <laughs> um you're right uh bell and beast
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we have two votes for bell and beast and one vote for jafar and Aladdin. so it comes down go. to me
4: Come all right so listen Come on, Troy. We Random also
1: we also we also did a what if on this story too, didn't we? And our what if we did we did a what so if, if on Belle this married
2: Gaston. If yeah.
1: Bell had married Gaston, what would have happened? And what we ended up with was Belle would have ended up killing the beast to save her husband at the end of the movie. So I think uh I'm, I'm gonna so have to say nervous. Jafar and Aladdin. We're gonna have to go no. with the number generator.
3: <laughs> yeah, number and generator. Now, yeah, uh,
4: number now, my fate hangs so on sorry. random numbers.
1: I'm sorry. On, I'm man. sorry. So the odd number will be Gaston and Belle and Beast, and the even number will be Jafar and Aladdin. Takes,
2: like,
4: so he's sweating. He's sweating. So, he's it up so there. nervous.
1: I'm gonna hold it up to the camera so you can see. So I'm not cheating and uh, does it say, what does it say? 69. nine, which means Gaston, Bell and Beast, move on to the next round. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought?
0: Oh, uh, goodness. Number
1: generator is the, is, is like the devil's, you know, workshop. All right. So what are we, you're bouncing. I can't see. Who's the next ones? Cook pan.
2: Uh, and Madam Min and Merlin. Hook, and,
1: Hook pan. and Pan. Hook and Pan. Hook and Pan. Madam and Merlin.
4: Hook and pan. Merlin.
1: pan. Hook and Pan. All right, we'll go with Hook and Pan. All right, go on. I'll have the shrimp, please. All right. Um, Clayton and Tarzan. Who? Who? They just keep moving on. They just. This is. I don't know why they, they just keep moving on. They had a good. Time. They had a good draw. They had a good draw. I like that. They're like, that they're, the like that, that, they're like they like that basketball team from one of the lower conferences that that's just right. makes its way through the mid-majors. <laughs> the <big> that's, <laughs> right, right. the the that's right, that's right. And um, Scar and
2: Simba.
1: And Scar and Simba and Mufasa. So I don't know. Who wants to go first on this one?
3: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue the fight for what Troy said. So like I blame this on the parents. You c- cannot name him, do the naming structure, like you said, like King of the Jungle and <laughs> and Healed Wound. Right, right, right. <laughs> like right, that's, right they right. might as well have called him Healed Wound. And like, Scab. You know, they could have
1: called him so. scam. And You know what happened? They called him Scar, and then they realized, well, wait a minute. He doesn't have a scar, and the dad was like, when no one was looking, just scratched him right across yes. the face when he was little, right? Yeah. Like a botched circumcision. They just so that leads him. me to
3: the question: Was that really his fault? Like, yeah. is he wrong to feel the way that he does? Mm-hmm. Should he have killed a sibling? No, but that's beside the point. A
0: victim of circumstance.
3: I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to it's bet against. That's random such random. a great rivalry. No, we're not doing
1: and- random generation unless we have a tie. So no, I'm this? sticking to
3: my guns. Clayton and Tarzan. Let's Clayton go. Clayton and
4: Tarzan. All right, all right. I'm thinking. Just hearing you say that, like I was, was did his parents really name him Scar? Like, or was his name like Justin? Like, I know you got to figure it's probably his nickname. Like, did he get a scar like him and 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 Simba were playing, or him and Mufasa were playing when they were young, and he cut his face, and then they're like, "Oh, now you're gonna yeah. be Scar." Like his name could have been Ken. Like, who knows. But I'm sticking with him. I like think
2: his name was like Bradley or something. And then like they're playing the little lion schoolyard. And, yeah. like, and then some one jerk is like, hey, you've got a scar you can't control in your face. Let's go call calling you that. Which so, is like how it is from from that So on. it
4: becomes a tale of bullying, really. Right. 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 And so right, Brandon, well, I didn't what? hear who you voted for. Uh, I'm going to go Scar win? and Simba
1: and, All right. one, and one. One. one of Possibly. each. So I'm going to say... Yeah, this scar thing's funny. Remember, right? Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, what's your name? Latrine. That's an interesting yeah. name. Well, we changed it. It used to be Outhouse, right? So it's like, oh, your name is Scar. What did it used to be? I don't know. Healed Wound. Um so you yeah, know, used to be Splinter, right? But um so I I do you want to go? or Do you want me to go?
2: I think you should go.
1: I'm gonna go with Scar and Simba Dang, and Mufasa. I, I just think it's the more influential, the more right. emo. It's very the emotional yeah. response to that rivalry is really strong. So I think it just it just outdoes. I like right. Tarzan a lot, but I'm gonna go with the Scar. Most and Simba Disney and-
3: fans would be like, "Wait,
1: who was Clayton?" <laughs> Isn't that a Batman villain? No, that's Clayton. <laughs> All right, who do you got, Mimi?
2: I have. Clayton and Tarzan. Oh yes! Oh, we're gonna Uh-oh. go to the
4: number generator. You Whoa. did that. You did that just so that oh. you, you could take oh, out he's, Scar.
1: he's way worse. Through oh, yeah. a curve. All right, yeah. so the odd number, the odd so number odd is Clayton. And is Clayton. Is Clayton and Tarzan are the odd number of Scar. Simba and Mufasa is the even number, and the number is
0: of, yeah. um, 71! seventy-one.
1: Seventy-one. <sighs> so the lion will sleep tonight. <laughs> The dream lives on. Right. Drink oh, it. keep your gun loaded, Clayton. Keep it loaded. My pick Edward all the gone. Clients a cup of your special milk. It's time for them to go to bed. All right. Oh. Oh, I my pick my pick is gone. Think at
2: this point. No. I no. It's like why why is Clayton in charge like
1: this like is the what? point they should be starting to listen to the show. So they That's should right. just skip ahead to
4: this point. This is like when Norfolk State wins the NCAA championship. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We are down. That's
1: right. That's right. So there you go. Oh, Gonzaga, God. they keep they keep fighting, right? Or oh. whoever, Or whoever. So we got four left. Semifinal battle. The first, well, let's just name the four, right? Carell. It's Corella and Baroness, Gaston, Bell and Beast, Hook and Pan, Clayton and Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan,
3: Tarzan. Smelling a bell and pan final.
1: No, so here we go. We got Cruella and Baroness against Gaston, Bell and Beast.
3: I'm not going first. We
1: know. We.
4: we, I mean, we we, we know where you're going, Dave. So I mean, what happens if all four of us pick different, all four different ones?
2: That's not possible. No, no, no.
4: It's just round of two. You're picking between Baroness Um, and. Let's go. Um. I gotta go Bell and Beast. I, I gotta go Bell, Beast, Gaston.
1: Oh, so we have two for Gaston, Bell and Beast.
4: This is a classic. Teenager? <laughs> it's super hard. I really wanted to do crap. is not on a float at Disney World. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. At the Villains Parade, she is. She
3: doesn't have a restaurant.
2: <laughs> well, neither does Gaston. I mean, yeah, he, he does, does, but it's not connected. <laughs> Um, The two are not connected because of their rivalry.
1: Yeah.
2: I think. Who do you, who do you have? I have Cruella and Baroness. Because I don't think anything is more toxic and more raw than a rivalry between family members. I just, I don't think there's anything more a something that has more impact on a person than having like little to no relationship with your mother. And I just think that that this relationship is just so awful. And I just, that that's it. It's so broken. Whereas yeah. also it is the basis of their story. It's the basis of their film. And it re- they rely on each other to grow as characters. Like they need that rivalry so that Cruella can come out on top and Baroness can like try to one-up her. Whereas Gaston and Belle and Beast, they're... Rivalry is not what makes that film what it is. Mm. They are, the two are not connected. The rivalry is there, but it's, 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 it's a side plot. and It's only really there at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. True. It's not necessary. And so.
1: You're going with Corella and Yes. Fairness? All right. So we're either going to go to the number generator or Gaston, Bell and Beast are moving on. We're going to go to the number generator. Oh,
3: no, I don't have faith. This is the second time they've had to go to the number generator.
1: The okay. Baroness is going to go down as one of the most evil characters. 200%. I mean, she got rid of the kid, she didn't want the kid, the woman that she gave the kid to, she ends up killing. Then she tries to kill her kid and it just there is a lot of stuff there and then oh uh, well, I, I, so we're going to we got to go to the numbers. We got to go to the numbers. So the odd number will be Cruella and Baroness. The even number will be Gaston, Bell, and Beast.
3: It's time, Brandon. It's been a while since there's been the an even number. The number
1: is fifty-four. <laughs> Beast, Gaston, <laughs> and Bell move on. Oh, it was a tough battle. They won an overtime. A
4: tough battle.
1: They went to overtime penalty. They kick, survived two. Never. They
3: survived double overtime.
1: They did. They did. They, 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 the, the, the 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 stars are aligning for them. All right. Hook and pan. Yeah. Hook can and pan versus Clayton and Tarzan.
3: Hook this is where pan. I gotta this is where I
4: gotta bail on Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> Hook and pan. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tarzan. Uh, yeah, Clayton and Tarzan have run their proverbial race of their lives and they <laughs> they're done now. Yes, and
1: he, has, he has run out of vines to swing on and <laughs> it is hook and hey, Clayton's out of bullets
2: Clayton like he's trying to jump to the next vine he's like misses and like falls flat on the ground slow
1: motion mm-hmm. so, like slow motion but it's got the goofy yell in the back yeah. <laughs> there it is that would have been great oh
4: right. man so here we are we're in the, the final finals
1: four. we have come a long way gentlemen first <sighs> of all before we get to the final discussion and crown the winner I want to thank you again for joining us. This has been probably the longest episode we've put out, <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate your patience. This has been a fantastic conversation. So
0: fun.
1: Thank yeah. you very much. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we're going to get to this last beat bit of business to crown the winner of, where's the title of it? Here it is. The 2021 Disney assembled spooktacular tournament of Disney rivals who will be crowned the champion victoria sure. semper post to the victor so
2: i'm going first
1: so the we have guest on bell and beast versus captain hook and peter pan mimi the floor is yours
2: okay so i'm going to start with the bullets and go from there go so for it. first bullet says the ability of the rivalry to last or remain an influential part of disney magic hook and pan have a ride together Hook and Pan interact in the parks. They are also on a float, Dave, and they <laughs> they're part of shows. And I just think that they, they're very present in the parks together. Whereas Gaston, Belle, and Beast don't have that that same interaction in the parks as much as I think Pan and Hook do. Okay, second bullet point. How important is the rivalry connected to the character development, the hero or the villain? So, kind of like what I said with something else, hook and pan need each other. It's a push and pull. It's a cat and mouse. They are what makes each other's lives interesting. And so it's not like a love hate relationship, but it is like, they need each other. Like, like, you know how in the Lego Batman movie, the Joker's like, you don't care about me. And Lego Batman's like, no, I don't. And then Lego Joker gets really upset because he's like, I thought we like had this like little buddies thing going on. And Batman's like, no, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And so, like, that's kind of what happens here. I think with Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Also, um, Hook wouldn't be where he is if Pan hadn't like thrown his arm into the the ocean, well, so into his, the croc, his cro- hand, hand him, yeah. into the crocodile, right? Like his entire the entire course of his life and the entire course of his character changed because of that pivotal moment in his life.
1: Right? Is it true, though? Yes. Maybe he was just mean before, but he had two hands. <laughs> That's not what the book says. Okay, All right. get, He, had, a,
2: he had another one
3: in case one broke down. It did.
2: <laughs> and then the last part is the emotional impact. Does this rivalry em- evoke strong emotions? Yes, it does. What emotion? I just, I just get really happy when I think about Pan and Hook. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Pan or Hook for Halloween. I considered it was on my list. They just make me really happy. I just the dynamic between them is funny. It's entertaining it's classic it is the i think disney original good versus evil all
1: right and that's so we have my, one that's vote, my pitch one vote for hook and pan very very well thought out argument on mimi's end. very good all right gentlemen who would like to go next dave you want to take this one
3: yeah I mean, I'm just sticking with the one that I said was going to be the winner. I don't really have much of a prayer, but I'm going with, yeah. I mean, he, here's the thing in today's culture with where we're at now, I said earlier, he, he loved Belle. Did he, or did he love the idea of her? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you look at how, all of the girls throughout the town swooned over him every time he shows up. Now, obviously he didn't have eyes for them, but once he won the prize, would his eyes have still been so focused on bell or what he turned into the womanizer that he clearly appears to be and who wants that in today's culture. So he is the evilest of them all and deserved to fall off the beast castle. So, I'm sticking to that in my hashtag me Too culture.
1: <laughs> Very good. Very good. So We have one vote for each. Brandon, where do you land on this one?
4: Yeah. I mean, I am going to have, I love, obviously have the emotional attachment to beauty and the beast, Belle, the beast, Gaston, but I'm going to have to I'm agree telling your wife. The- she, she's going to be so mad when she <laughs> listens to this, but I am going to have to go with pan and hook. It's I mean, over. like we talked about, it's an emotional attachment. If you go to Walt Disney world, if you go to uh Disneyland, there is a ride for these and it is the longest line at yeah. the parks. There's an yeah. emotional attachment for people and Peter pan and captain hook. It is a classic story. Everybody gleans something from it. People see themselves as Pan. People see themselves as Hook. Some people see themselves as the crocodile. So there's something in there for everybody. It's a classic tale. I'm going to have to crown the winner of this whole thing, Pan and Hook. He's so we have two votes for Pan
1: involved. and Hook, and we have a vote for Bell Beast, and Gaston. So it comes down to me. The winner will either be decided by the random number generator.
3: <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. we can't um, survive three rounds.
1: <laughs> or or by my choice. So um I'm gonna go bullet point. The ability of the rivalry to last or remain an influential part of Disney Magic. For this one, when I look at the two different rivalries, I I, I think hook and pan get the edge for me just because their rivalry and the way it influences part of Disney Magic. Has lasted longer. I mean, the movie's older Mm -hmm. and hasn't faded very much at all over time. I know Bell and Beast and Beauty and Beast, they can't help that because the movie didn't come out until the 90s, but it's lasted. So I'm gonna give the the sticking factor to hook and pan. How important is rivalry connected to character development? This is where I kind of lean towards Bell and Beast because and, and Gaston because. Hook's character doesn't change much because of the rivalry with Pan. In my opinion, Pan certainly doesn't change much at all because the whole premise of his character is that he doesn't change, right? That yep. he's perpetually this little boy. So I think certainly, I don't know if Gaston changes. He really doesn't change. He's a jerk all the way to the very end, but certainly the Beast's character changes in that moment with You know he's changed up to that point, but that last battle with Gaston and that rival because they really they're only rivals at the very end of the movie, right? Because up to that point they didn't even know each other existed.
0: Right, right, right. right. So,
1: so that part there, and I don't think Belle's character changed a whole lot as a result of uh, Gaston, other than the fact she just disliked him even more when he decided to attack the castle. Um, so I have I'm on both sides there. So it really comes down to emotional impact. Which rivalry evokes the strongest emotions for you in watching the story? So as I watch both of those films, there is a childlike joy that I get from Peter Pan and watching that movie because it's just fun, right? It's just fun. And certainly I have an emotional response to the, riding that attraction with Mimi because that's just something personal that we have when we ride that attraction together. And, and watching, you know, Belle and Beast have to deal with Gaston it was also very emotional. Have a very emotional response to that. I was like, yeah, get him because he's like Dave, like you said, he's such a awful person with mm-hmm. very few redeeming qualities that are not superficial, right? I agree with you. If Belle had married him, it would have just been another trophy. He was just out for right. trophies, yep. right? Yeah, he's been out for trophies. So. I do think that there is certainly a piece of that being a father of a little girl that I'm like, okay, great. I'm glad he got his comeuppance. Yes. And he deserves that. Right. But I'm going to have to go with hook and pan.
2: Heck yeah.
1: I'm not going to rely on the number generator for this one. It was really close. Sorry, Dave. Hey, it's okay. No, <laughs> it he was was a, actually we
3: made it to the finals. So that, we made that to was the important. finals.
1: It was really close, but I think we're going to have to go at hook and pan. And so ladies and gentlemen, if you're still listening to the show, <laughs>
0: if you have first made of all, it, if you made it, congratulations.
1: Make sure you're hydrating throughout the episode. So make sure you're getting <laughs> plenty of fluids. But this year's winner of the 2021 Disney assembled spectacular tournament of Disney rivals is Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Congratulations. And high fives all Thank around. You. Congratulations. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Oh, this was great. I appreciate you spending you. the time with us tonight. We certainly thank you so much. are because happy. It's an hour
2: and 42 minutes.
1: That's, that's, it's, but what is time in the grand sense it's of it? It's, it's all relative. It's all relative.
3: Break that's, it up that, over
1: a couple of days of your commute. Right, that yeah. hour and 40 minutes is much more valuable to those of us closer to in age to the end than you, so <laughs> it's,
2: it's only gonna get worse. So there you go. Hawkeye Which is Brandon?
1: Brandon's you. the old one. Yeah, that's right. Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Brandon. Well, there we go. All right, guys. Thank you very much. That was also, an honor. I appreciate your time. Super fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to do this again sometime. Except uh, I'll I'll plan something a little less. uh Well, here's here's what
3: we can do. Like, I mean, I I know I'm throwing this out super quick, but last year for March Madness, we did like an online tournament and somebody won. Troy, I think you played in that online tournament. I may have March Madness. I believe you did. I think we should return the favor, Brandon, and do something like this for March Madness with them on our show. I think that would be super fun. Be A whole lot easier than putting together that tournament than I had to put together. That was challenging.
1: We we would love to do do that. that. We would love to do that. Uh So guys, before we leave, please plug your show. Tell everybody where they can listen to your awesome podcast. It's, it's a guy's fantastic. You got to check out another Disney podcast. but guys tell everybody where they can find you.
4: Brandon, tell them. Yes, you can find us on all your social media sites, Facebook, Another Disney Podcast, uh, Instagram, Another Disney Podcast. Twitter is Another Diz Podcast. You can go to our website, Another DisneyPodcast.com. And of course, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio, Spotify, all the good spots. Cool. Check us out. Them. Well, there you have it. This year's Disney
1: Rivals tournament winner... Captain Hook and Peter Pan, we want to thank another Disney podcast for joining us. That was lots
2: of fun. That was super fun.
1: Yeah, we really enjoy that. We hope to have them on the show again soon. We've been on their show a couple of times. Oh, yeah. So everybody should check them out. But Mimi, this has been a long episode. Why don't you take us to the finish line? Tell all our friends out there how they can find us.
2: So, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. All of our information for Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, and our tea Public Shop shop are up on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Be sure to check that out.
1: Absolutely. Also, check out our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe there. And if you would love, we would love, you would love it too, but we would love if you would be so kind as to leave us a five-star rating and write a kind review about the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. It'll help others find the show. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, Please go to the link at the bottom of today's show notes and click there and leave us a voicemail message. All right. Mimi. Whew. Long episode. Tons of fun. All right. Now we gotta get ready for November. Christmas season is coming. Christmas season. That's right. So we got to get ready for that. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. And until next time. See see you real soon. soon.